0: Ah,
1: I don't hear anything. I'm
0: caps like different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real. Then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move. Then it's flat line finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Put a peel off in the Sadies and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skin Took a quick trip, but now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot. she try to grab my digits. I'm already eight shots. The Henny passed my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'm gonna act like I don't see them. I got bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Where y'all tripping in Saruba. I realized I had
1: to go on slip... What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 162 of Psychotic and Iconic. Policy, here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms.
2: Let's do this, baby. What's back. up, man? We here. Oh, finally. Oh, man, 162. We got a lot to talk about. Oh, no, we have a I packed know. show.
1: Well, we are a day late. It should have been Tuesday, but it's fine. We'll catch up today. It's okay. All right, let's get right into it. So, D Hop signs with the Titans. Um, I was shocked by that. I'm sure you were, and a lot of people were. Uh, two years, twenty six million. Do you think that was more of a Titans win or a Patriots loss?
2: Come on, man. This is the Patriots loss. They are they're missing a wide receiver like D Hop. Um, they signed Devante Parker for three years, 33 million stinks. I'm confused. The guy had 31 catches on 47 targets in 13 games. <laughs> so it begs me the question, why, why? When I mean, they signed Juju. I get it. His cap hits only 3.7 million though. So I understand the structure of it, but if you're willing to give up 33 million to Devante Parker, no, it's not all guaranteed, but I mean, you can get D hop. Come on. They had the cap space. The Patriots do have the cap space to go and get them. So I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised. I, I wonder what they offered. I, I I truly wonder what they offered. I'm gonna say two years, 22 million. Hell no. 20 million. Oh, I think so. I think I, I think he's getting 10 a year.
1: I don't know. Because no, why would you not sign with them? I mean, do you think Mac Jones is better than Ryan Tannehill?
2: No, but this is the last time do you he's actually Mac
1: Jones is better than Tannehill.
2: Oh no, no. no I, Yes, 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 I do. Sorry, I I, I misheard you. But what I'm saying is, I actually think like this is the last time that he's actually going to get the most money, possibly. Last contract. He's he's 31, so of course he's going and get the bag. And if you look at the Tennessee Titans roster, it's not that bad. It actually really isn't that bad. I think a lot of people are kind of sleeping on them. We did a poll earlier in, in in the week, and a lot of people are shitting on the Titans. A lot of people. And and the hop. So I don't know. What's your thoughts about it?
1: Uh, I think it was a mixture of both. Uh, more of a Patriots loss, but definitely a Titans win. Here's the thing. Every year, everybody always counts out the Titans. And somehow the Titans are always in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Just like when Derrick Henry went down three years ago and the Titans w- went on that winning streak and were the one seed. So I don't think the tight I think the Titans are going to give the Jags a run for their money in that division. Um, I don't think that it's going to be. I don't think that it's going to be that the Titans are trash. I really don't. I just don't. With Mike Vrabel and now you have D-Hop, like you have a legitimate wide receiver. That'll help Traylon Burks out. That'll help Derrick Henry out. Um, As for the Patriots, like you said with Devontae Parker, they gave Juju Smith, uh, Schuster, three years, $33 Mac Jones has no targets. He has no reliable weapons. So it's just like it sucks for Mac Jones because he had a good rookie season. His sophomore year, he had a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator.
2: You think it's that bad? Do you think the weapons are that bad to I the do. point where they can't move the football? I mean, look, if you pay somebody three years, $33 million, you got to think something of them. I don't know what that is because he only got involved 47 times with 47 targets. I'm so I don't Juju. understand. No, I'm talking about, uh, but I'm talking about Devonte Parker, because I think Juju can bring something to the offense, but they need a DeAndre Hopkins type for a Juju to play his role, which to me is the slot receiver. Because if you have Devonte Parker and you have, d-hop you could put juju in the slot and then you're looking all right because they have two pretty good tight ends they got Kaseki, they got henry i mean and they have stevenson at, at running back so i thought that d-hop was a missing piece this year for the patriots to actually compete in the afc east and sure as hell they let them down
1: yeah they, uh, they did it, it, was, it was really bad. does suck for mac jones because he's just not being in being put in a position to succeed i agree all. and it's just like you know it's, a, it's just head scratching like you could find 30, how much did uh, Devontae Parker get? Thirty-seven or thirty-three?
2: Thirty-three million. So Devontae
1: Parker—they found thirty-three million for Devontae Parker. They found thirty-three million for Juju. They found fifty million for Jonu Smith a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But you can't find twenty million for or twenty-two million for uh, D Hop. I don't understand that. Look at D Hop's numbers when he came in last year after missing six games.
2: He was awesome. Did you? I mean, he
1: was better than Juju, and Juju played a full season healthy.
2: Yeah, and. Parker had maybe he didn't even have he didn't even have half the targets that D Hop commanded in nine games.
1: That's what and that's so that is that
2: is that is something to to keep an eye out for too. It's like all right, well, what is the logic of not going hard to go get a wide receiver like that? It doesn't make any sense. And that's what
1: I'm saying. So to me, it's a Titans win, of course, because the Titans are going to be in it because they have a great coach, and they're they're just their identity and the way they play. They're always in it. And then the but the the loss for the Patriots is monumental. They're in the second if not the hardest division in football and they by far have the worst team and not saying that d hop would have put them over the edge but d hop makes them a formidable offense to where they can compete with anyone because you know their defense is going to be good you know they're going to run the ball you have bill belichick you have a legitimate offensive coordinator bill o'brien yeah so it's like you know what I mean? why would you not do that
2: do you do you think they're in trouble like do you Who's think like like do you trouble? think this is an indictment on the patriots Based on their, excuse me, that's <laughs> just perfect. Based on their style, um, I don't know. I mean, what is it about the the lack of attention of going to New England? I know Tom Brady's not there. I get it. Well, I was going to say But Tom Mac Brady Jones is not ass. Like, I, I don't think he's ass. I just uh, don't. Because if we're going to call Mac Jones ass and everybody has high expectations for Justin Fields, where the fuck did you get that from? Because he could run? Uh, what the fuck does that mean? To me, that 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 I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Mac Jones made the playoffs before. Yeah, he got blown out. Okay, I got it. But He made, he made he was it. He there. He made it. Justin. Fields. That's what I'm saying. And it's like everybody's discrediting Mac Jones, and like 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 he's a bum. And like, maybe he's not the top ten quarterback that they drafted him at. But like at the same time, he's he's formidable.
1: Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to to touch on that real fast on the Justin Fields aspect. We everybody needs to slow their roll on Justin Fields. You got Nick Bosa coming out on Twitter saying he's the best running quarterback ever. I guess he never saw Michael Vick. Um, you got Justin Fields saying Absolutely. he's a top five rusher. He's a top five runner of the football ever. And it's like, okay, what, how did all this, ha- where, did this where did this conversation come from? In one season. Where did this conversation come from?
2: In one season. That's that's what it took. So I don't I, understand that. And not
1: for nothing, I don't want my running back's best skill or best quality to be running. I want him, to, I want it to be passing. Yeah. Josh Allen, he's a runner, but he's a thrower first. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, thrower. Patrick Mahomes, thrower. You want a quarterback that can move. Lamar Jackson, he's a runner. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson won an MVP. Lamar Jackson's made the playoffs. He's won a playoff game. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's accomplished.
2: Yeah, you know I agree I mean? with that. And yeah. not for
1: nothing. Justin Fields isn't a better rusher than Lamar Jackson right now.
2: I think they're going based on projections. <clears throat> They're saying okay, he took a year, a year one leap. You no, know I got else it. Huge
1: expectation of progression, Carson Wentz. And look, he can't even get a job right now.
2: Oh no, I get it. So
1: progressions only take you so far.
2: Damn, that's a great point by Seamus, though. <clears throat> Today today's guys don't like the Belichick's old style of coaching. Everyone is their own coach. That's and I, that is you. actually like they that is so fucking real because. Nobody wants to be coach. Everybody wants to be their own boss. Everybody thinks they know, you know, they know everything they're above people, you know, and if you and if you criticize somebody, that means you're picking on them and then it's because of their race or whatever it is. Like, I get it, man. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. It's it is. That's true. But I don't know if that's actually the reason that D hop didn't go there. I actually just think it was all about money.
1: I don't, I really see, do. I
2: absolutely believe that.
1: I wish we could find out the offer because then I think that'll be more telling, but I was going to say that before I went on the Justin Fields rant. Like there's a part of me that does agree with Seamus and it goes back to what we were arguing about last week or, you know, talking about, and I'm just saying like Bill Belichick, I don't think Bill Belichick's legacy is carrying him anymore. I just don't think it like, I don't see Matt Stafford. I don't want to go to the Patriots. You can trade me anywhere. Just not to the Patriots. Aaron Rodgers. I won't play for the Patriots. I'll retire. Like, So, to me, it's just, I don't know if people want to go to the Patriots and deal with that bullshit, and you don't know. They're the fourth best team in that division. So, it's like, why would you want to go there and put up with that, that you know, that old-school micromanaging coaching? Because it worked. It worked.
2: That's why. Yeah,
1: but it hasn't worked.
2: Well, I mean, define that, though, because, it like I said, the Super Bowl they won was, like, four years ago. I know Tom Brady was there, and I get it, but they – they were still relevant,
1: but that was a long time ago. Like everybody knows that they're not very good right now. They're just not, and they're in a really tough division. Yeah, but like that- if you if somebody said to you right now, all right, you're a free agent, right? You can pick any team in the AFC East to go play on. No matter which way you choose, the first three, your last team that you're playing for is the Patriots. And if you say anything else other than that, you're being you're you're being disingenuous. That's not true, though. So uh, tell me, who would you play for? Who would you play for first?
2: Um, I would say the Bills.
1: Okay, who would you play for second?
2: I would say the Dolphins.
1: Who would you play for third? New England. Over the Jets? Yeah. Oh, So, comparatively speaking, for their rosters, you would take the Patriots roster right now over the Jets?
2: I would take the uh, – yes, because the, the reason why is because the Jets –
1: I'm saying no. They I'm
2: haven't saying, won shit. No, no, no. I'm not saying Like, that. their culture isn't really built – to win yet like I, they haven't they haven't had have a, a winning culture look
1: at their history i'm not saying that well neither do so those.
2: so if i if i'm a gambling man i'm going to go with the team that has six super bowls but the Bills bill figure, figures culture, it out
1: and neither do the dolphins the only team really that has a winning culture in that division before was the patriots but my question is not so much of culture and all that uh roster for roster the jets have a better roster so if you're yeah. going by rosters you would put those three before you would put the patriots but i got a better coach yeah, right now you do. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm with you on that.
2: And I got a better coaching staff.
1: Well, Bill Belichick's the best coach in that division, still.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But, not, but, not, but, I, but I got a better coaching staff.
1: Mm, no, no, no. You're probably yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm th- I'm thinking about it. you're right. Yeah, I'll give you that because the Bills lost Dable and Leslie Frazier. I can't even think of who the Dolphins uh, coordinators are. Mm-hmm. I just know Mike McDaniel, and then the Jets have. Nathaniel Hackett, so I'm cool on that.
2: It's crazy, yeah. I totally agree. Everyone screamed Belichick. The reason the uh the Patriots won so much right before Brady won in Tampa, that is such a good point. And now everybody's jumping ship. Shame, I don't get it. What I mean, did I like, tell you, after yeah, Tom Brady but,
1: won that Super Bowl, yeah,
2: but you saw something in Belichick where you where you knew he wasn't overrated or of any sort. I never like, said he was overrated. like I no, but I'm saying as like 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 discredit him like. When you watch the dynasty from 2001 or to 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 2019, there are a ton of games in there that Brady particularly didn't play well, but the defense was so fucking good because Belichick put his team in the best position to succeed, and he he just knew the roles. He 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 was he was a fucking god. I
1: understand that, and I just I just I don't know. My whole thing is is when you look at his he's 79 and 87 without Tom Brady. Like, that speaks for something, that his only success is tied to Tom Brady. And I don't – and, like, my thing is, is, like, look, I know that it was coach and it was quarterback. But at the end of the day, when Tom Brady left – and Tom Brady was friggin' old.
2: Yeah, but name me another coach that wasn't successful without a, 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 an actual quarterback.
1: Andy Reid was successful.
2: I know, but Andy Reid, he had McNabb. McNabb, okay. McNabb was most pretty people good. I don't
1: think Donovan McNabb's a Hall of Famer. But, but he I was do. a high
2: draft pick, too. So, McNabb had a ton of expectations, and I, I would say he delivered.
1: He absolutely delivered. I, anybody, I, it's indisputable. He he, he was a don't five know, NFC five. championship game.
2: See, I don't know now, because now I'm kind of backtracking a little bit. Did he deliver? Because he didn't win a bowl. Dude. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I get it, but he Wild, didn't deliver.
1: But he was totally – anyone, like, we're going to – Anyone, I'm telling you right now, anybody that thinks Philip Rivers had a more successful career than Donovan McNabb is fucking stupid.
2: Statistical, yes.
1: I don't care about statistics because statistics lie. And right there, Philip Rivers versus Donovan McNabb is the reason why stats and stats alone lie.
2: But how do you get in the Hall of Fame? Because by, of stats. But by, you got to have really good stats. But you need That's to have. But you need to have
1: success when it matters. I, oh no, I I totally get it. Because but here's the thing: who's better, statistical, Philip Rivers or Aaron Rodgers? uh Philip Rivers Phillip Rivers yeah thank you would you take Philip Rivers or would you take Aaron Rodgers to start a franchise you're taking Aaron Rodgers yeah so there well, you go again because of
2: the talent alone yeah
1: that's what I'm saying so that's why stats lie and Donovan McNabb was booed he was drafted second he, they wanted to draft Ricky Williams he was booed on stage he went to four straight NFC championship games albeit he won one he went to another one in like 2008 I think against the Cardinals Donovan mm-hmm. McNabb was successful. I understand yeah. he didn't win the Super Bowl. I get it. And that is a stain because you gotta win. You gotta win it. But by the same token, the team that beat him also knew his playbook. So what was he? he was one and what was, he was he? one and four in championship games In NFC championship games with a great defense. And I'm not saying That's crazy. That, that's that's horrible. Jim Kelly lost four Super Bowls, but people still talk about Jim Kelly like he's the man. Wait, I thought he lost five.
2: Did he lose five? He went the, he, he, he went to
1: five total and won one one.
2: Well, I thought they lost four in a
1: row. They did, and then he lost in 8 So he was one of... Oh, I'm sorry. One of five.
2: Or the, they lost the first three and then went to the to the Super Bowl? Yeah, in he's 2004, one in four in NACJ, Yeah, two thousand four games.
1: I mean, Aaron Rodgers... So you're right. He's is, right. He's Aaron one Rodgers in four. is what? One in four? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is one in four. Yeah. So there you go. So that's what I'm saying. So you have to... You can use stats in your argument when you're trying to build the argument but when you just sit there and simply rely on numbers they will lie because they don't tell the whole story
2: yeah but if you actually watch philip rivers too if you're gonna bring that example up if you actually watched him he was actually really good he was all right he was come on bro you, you ain't putting up seventy thousand yards if you are right well I'm like, just you're, saying. You're, you're pretty good bro like i look that's I, that's that's, that's I, I i i mean i understand the success behind it like he he didn't win a super bowl he never went to the super bowl i get it I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's a really good argument, yeah. but I like Phillip Rivers personally. So does my dad. I think dad. he was a good leader. I so think does he was my a good dad.
1: Leader. And I, I tell my dad he's got to put that weed down because I don't understand what's going on with people on Phillip Rivers. The guy had the number one offense, the number one defense in the league and missed the playoffs. But is that an
2: indictment on him or a coach?
1: Absolutely. He's the leader of the team. And Phillip Rivers, he threw for 70,000 yards. He's a Hall of Famer.
2: Yeah, But is that but is that on him or is that on coaching? Because it's if coaching, because look, if you got the number one unit on both sides, I mean, your coaching must be atrocious. It has to be. there's was like it was no his was, but because if if your quarterback is making mistakes to the point where you're losing, then how the fuck are you the number one offense? That's my point. That's my point.
1: Well, I don't know how you could how you could be the leader of the number one offense and not get the job done. I can't understand it. that, but that's to coaching
2: control. too. I mean, it does matter,
1: yeah. so look, it it's just it. I don't even know how we got there. I, think I don't know, but about I like Tom it. Brady. That's that's
2: yeah. where we went. That's what we do. That's what we fucking do at PNI. We we we, we pod, <laughs> but
1: I think it was what I'm more saying about it is right now. I don't think that players, when they look at the Patriots organization right now, I don't think they feel as safe that safety net without Tom Brady. And I think that when Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers and won the Super Bowl, that turned that changed a lot of people's views. A a lot of mine too, because I used to, I was a Peyton Manning fan. But is
2: that fair to change it that much to where we're questioning him? Like, I I just, I I can't get there, man. The guy has
1: 20 years of, he doesn't have success before. He has 20 years of success with, and then after he doesn't have much success. And his (laughs) overall record without the quarterback is 79 and 87. And the quarterback that left you when he was 42 went and won a Super Bowl on a year that with a new playbook, a new head coach, a head coach that never won anything. He had Andrew Luck. He had Ben Roethlisberger and Bruce Arians. And it's the COVID year. He's getting kicked off a of high school fields because you're not allowed to be within six feet of people. And he wins the Super Bowl. I understand,
2: but you got to. The reason why Brady was where he was was because Belichick benched. Yeah, I said it, benched a hundred million dollar quarterback back in the day. Was, he, was, he was the highest paid quarterback in the league. He was the first one the first quarterback to ever get a hundred million dollars and he got benched. I thought it was a smart move, it was a smart move, but that that's, that is coaching. That is coaching. It is. I'm I'm with you on that. And coaching and coaching is also being well around in your surroundings too. Like him noticing that the team played a little bit better with Brady at the time than, than, than Bledsoe. That led him every that that gave him every single ounce of confidence to move forward with Tom Brady also, because of he of what he saw when the team resonated around Brady. So also, th- I, that matters.
1: And Tom Brady was does. Ready for he's, the opportunity. he's he's
2: got a grip of the locker room and 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 he, he's had it for twenty years. That's hard to do. I agree. That really is hard to do.
1: So to pivot a little bit, do you think that the addition of D Hop to the Titans makes them a contender?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because I actually like when I look at their roster now, it's actually not that bad. It's I think really the not. only thing they're missing is a tight end. I know uh a Conwu or whatever his name is, he's getting a lot of buzz. Oh Chig. Chig? Yeah. Yeah. He does uh,
1: have a lot of buzz.
2: A lot of buzz. And I don't know much about him really. i d I'm I I don't know. You know? And but when I look at Traylon Burks, I look at I look at D Hop. I look at uh Derek Henry. You could do something. You could do something. You yeah. can
1: compete unless Trevor Lawrence turns into and like a Joe Burrow. When Joe Burrow came back from his injury, unless Trevor Lawrence is really that in his second year with Doug Peterson, the Titans should be right in that division. Cause I don't think that the, the Jaguars are a 14 win team. I think no. they're an 11, 12 win team. And that Ooh. I think that the Titans can hang around the 10, 11. So if, if the Titans win one that they're not supposed to, and the Jags slip up on one, there you go. I mean, look, it came down to the last game last year. Yeah. The Titans were in it. Yeah. And they no, I, I think they're going to be in
2: it. I think they're going to be in it. But I worry about this D-Hop signing, too, because if you look at the history, look at Randy Moss that when, when he went there.
1: Yeah. But Julio Jones. Was, they were old. Julio was banged up. He he couldn't stay healthy for two years before that.
2: Well, Randy Moss
1: was washed up.
2: 31. Who? He's 31 right now. D-Hop.
1: Yeah, but look at look at the season that he's coming off of. Julio wasn't coming off of a season like that when he left. The um, the uh, the Falcons. Randy Moss wasn't coming off of that of se- coming off a huge season with the Patriots when he went there. So I just like I understand, like everybody's making the joke. That's where wide receivers go to die. And Andre Johnson back in the day when he left the Texans and went to the Titans, he was washed up. Those three guys were washed up. I don't think D Hop's washed up, and judging by his numbers from last year in only nine games, he's got a lot left in the tank.
2: Well, Julio was thirty-two when he joined the Titans,
1: but Julio was an old thirty-two. What do you mean? He was already injury riddled. Yeah. D This D hop only had one injury season. That was late or no. Last year was a suspension, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. I tell you what, man. Julio Jones had a hell of a career. You
1: can make an argument. He's
2: top five ever. I'm going to disagree with that because I feel like he lacked. He lacked touchdowns. He lacked (laughs) touchdowns. Yeah. Like he lacked a knack for the the end zone.
1: Yeah. And it's the weirdest
2: thing. He'll have like fucking 18, 1900 yards, but get less than 10 touchdowns. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. He had 1,600 yards. They had six t- six tutties. What are we talking about here? Yeah, crazy. It's, it's Whatever. The
1: craziest stat. Anyway, but,
2: but yeah, no. A D Hop is going to be great for the Titans. I I think they're going to be a lot better than people think. I just think they're going to be close with No. cigar when it comes, you know, time in the end.
1: We'll see. We'll see. All right, let's move. Uh, give me your top five coaches this year on the uh, on the hot seat entering the season.
2: The hottest of the hot is number one. Yeah, hot. All right. Can, I'm I'm going to start at. Um, start with five. Pause. Um, yeah, hold on. I'm going with, I got Mike McCarthy at number five,
1: uh-huh.
2: uh, number four. I got Kevin Stefanski two. I mean, three, I got Josh McDaniels. Um, I got Brandon Staley at number one and number two. I'm sorry. I got Robert Saleh. I think he's on the hot seat. At Number what? Number two. Because yeah. if I think if things go wrong in New York, I think he's going to be outcasted.
1: I like that one i actually i don't have them all in there but that's a good one I didn't think so let me run your, it back for you
2: i had no, five i had kevin stefanski uh-huh. four i had mccarthy three i had mcdaniels two i had um what's his name uh robert Saleh. and then number one i had brandon staley okay so that's, wow. that's, that's i'm yeah. surprised yeah
1: uh so my honorable mention was josh mcdaniels wow okay. um but number five i have bill belichick we went over that last week i mm-hmm. think that if they fall below expectations and they're seven and ten at the end of the year i think he's going to be ousted mike mccarthy fired uh offensive coordinator that was the number one offense in the league said he wants to run the ball he's running the ball with the with the, a running back that's never handled a full season by himself and yep. coming off of a broken leg I think that's trouble number three I have Todd Bowles Ooh. I think Todd Bowles was hand according to Bruce Arians Todd Bowles was handed a Super Bowl winning team and last year was they were a disaster they looked lost and now you have Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask Good luck with that. Uh, number two, I have Sean McDermott. I think that that team's for the last six years have had a ton of expectations. I think they were one of the noisiest teams, if not the noisiest team on the offseason. And I just feel like if Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are not on the same page, their running game isn't going. The offensive line hasn't been fixed. I just feel like for me with the Bills and the regression that I think they're going to have, I think that's much trouble for Uh, Sean McDermott and number one is Brandon Staley (laughs) because it's you everybody talks about Justin Herbert is a top five quarterback top four quarterback you have Keenan Allen Mike Williams you drafted Quentin Johnson you have Austin Eckler your team's loaded you just got Kellen Moore you have one playoff you have one playoff appearance in which you blew a four touchdown lead yeah at some point you have to win and I'm a Justin Herbert fan I think Justin Herbert is a top at worst top four talent in the league top five talent but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you have to produce Two is producing more with less.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I added uh, Kevin Stefanski in there, and I'll give you a quick reason why. I know. They signed a quarterback for guaranteed money, right? Yep. And when you mix in the expensive quarterback with the lack of success, the coach is always going to be ousted because the franchise needs to figure out a way to possibly revitalize their quarterback that they spent so much money for so what they're going to do is they're going to get rid of their coach and they're going to find a new coach and then they're going to bring in their whole new system in here and try to fix this quarterback look at the broncos it's the same scenario
1: yep
2: the Bron- it, it, that's exactly why so it's a shame for him because i actually think he's a good coach i mean he led the browns to a playoff win stefanski salute
1: who was, who was his quarterback when he won that playoff game baker wow okay I thought he stunk. So I was well,
2: like, we're gonna Serious. see this year. I mean, look, if you, do you, do, you have, do you have high expectations for Tampa?
1: I do not because I think that I think Baker Mayfield lacking some confidence. I think he's he's coming off of a rough season that had some mixed-in success. But for me, if that offense with Todd Bowles couldn't get it going with Tom Brady, how do you get it going with Baker Mayfield? I just think he's in a really tough situation. I don't know why he I look, I know why he went there. He wanted to be a starter, but I think it's really tough for him. I'm rooting for him. I hope they're doing good. But I'm 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 uh I'm worried about them. The only good news is is I think they're in a weak division.
2: You got McCarthy you got McCarthy in your top five, right?
1: I have him at number four because and here's the thing the yeah. thing with McCarthy is again, it's the Dallas Cowboys expectations. Mm-hmm. And at what point, at what po- like Dak's eligible for an extension? Michael Parsons is gonna be eligible for an extension, Trayvon Diggs is you got Zach Martin now saying he's too underpaid, he wants more money. You got rid of Zeke, Tony Pollard again. The guy's never handled a full season workload. Even for fantasy purposes on that, Tony Pollard scares the shit out of me.
2: Do you extend Dak if you if the Cowboys failed to make the championship game this year? Absolutely not. Wow. Absolutely not. So you think they're going in a new direction?
1: If if they miss the playoffs, if anything short of an NFC championship game, you, there's no way he's getting an extension.
2: So Dak is under some serious fire. Dak is
1: under he's one he in terms of just quarterback play. He's right. He's right in the in the thick of it, in top five. Nobody's talking
2: about it though. I like, know it, it's it's been really quiet. But and when I look at the situation, yeah, you're absolutely right.
1: CD, you have CD Lamb. You just signed Brandon Cooks. You have Michael Gallup, and you have Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. I didn't. That's know a right pretty of formidable but offense. But I'm saying night, you have night, enough yeah. pieces around you. You everybody's excited now about Mike McCarthy taking over over Kellen Moore. I just think that that duo alone, Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott, have a shitload of pressure on them to win. Because last year. Everybody, like everybody talks about, oh, look, the Eagles had to play the Giants and the 49ers with no quarterback. Well, we could have played the Cowboys, but the Cowboys couldn't get past Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Yeah. You're paying a, a quarterback like he's a superstar. So superstars got to win you those games. I agree with that. And they I'm a, fa- and I'm a fan of Dak.
2: Eventually, they have to perform when it matters most.
1: And I'm a fan of Dak, But at some point in time, it's like you got to put up or shut up. Yeah,
2: time's ticking for them. And I totally agree with you on that one.
1: So that's just where I am with them. I think, I think they're under a lot of pressure.
2: He, he said something earlier this uh, this week.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about that later.
2: You want to do what to do right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're already on the subject of it. Yeah, let's do it. So let's fucking talk about it. He gets it.
1: on the mic and uh, he go. He was spitting. He vows not to have 10 interceptions this year. So <laughs> if you were. A, and Now, look, I, here's the thing. With what he said, he, he I actually, kind of agree with him. Because when you show the film, a lot of those were wide receiver drops. Yeah. However, how's that received amongst the people in the locker room? Mm-hmm. Cause he, he basically said like, that wasn't on me. It was the wide receivers dropping it.
2: Yeah. Like I, I would kind of
1: take that as some shade if I was CD lamb cooks Gallup or someone like that. But do you, so if I, if they set the over and under at 10 and a half for his interceptions, what would you bet?
2: I kind of want to say under just because I feel like the Cowboys are going to be really run heavy as as what they want to do this year. Um, I mean, it's not a secret. They've literally said, like, we want to run the football more. And when you do actually look at Dak's numbers, he actually doesn't really turn the ball over as much as you think. Yeah, I know he had 25 interceptions last two years, but he had 15 last year. They had 10 the previous year. That's that's a pretty good year. In my opinion, I think 10 and below is pretty good.
1: I mean, Joe Burrow through 14.
2: That's what I'm saying. Joe
1: Burrow is, you know, Joe Burrow is better. He's made Super Bowls, NFC Championship games. But
2: like that had a bad year last year, like let's call what it was. Like he had his worst statistical year since 2018. That's like, and and that's a fact.
1: My thing is, is with that, look, I would also bet under. And for the same reason you're saying, they're saying we're going to be a running team. Yeah. So I just think that, I think that whole offense is going to be totally different. They're definitely not going to be number one.
2: I don't think so either because they're gonna be a little bit more balanced. So that that like chews up the clock, which allows you to completely mathematically not get those yards that you once did through the air.
1: Yeah. You
2: know what I mean? So I, I agree with that.
1: And then what would you how would you bet his touchdowns at 31 and a half?
2: Wow, this is a really tough one. I I I'll take the overs because I like I like the addition of Brandon Cooks. Like he can actually go deep. And then you have C D Lamb and you have Michael Gallup you know possibly coming back from full strength memory from these from his injury. So you have three pretty good uh wide receivers and Tony Pollard, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, so that's also a weapon and they have a pretty good tight end in Ferguson. So I actually think it's going to be over.
1: Jake Ferguson actually is pretty good. Yeah. Um but I'm going to say under on it too. I'm going to say under on that because I think that it's going to be I don't think the deep stuff is going to be there as much. I think it's going to be a lot closer stuff moving the chains and and things like that. I just I think it's going to be I don't know. I'm just not expecting Dak to have like one of those huge years. And I think the more Dak throws, the more prone he's going to be to interceptions because. But is it CD a huge Land, year though? What?
2: Having 32 touchdowns. Is that a huge year when you play 17 games? To me, that's like that's, that's under two touchdowns a game.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. 32. He's capable of that.
2: That's what I think
1: he is. I just don't think that that's going to be their game plan this year. And here's the thing with the interceptions I'm saying, I'm saying under, cause I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, because like you said, last year was his worst statistical year. Yeah. I get it. And He's I know really he missed games and stuff like He's that. Bad. Like, but it happens. But I just feel like, you know, with the whole with the interception thing, like I'm saying under, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because I'm a fan of him. And then, but for the touchdowns, I'm saying under too, because I I don't really know how to even predict the Cowboys this year. I really don't know.
2: I have no idea either. They're like All one I of the know, teams I'm like looking at. I have no idea. But I can tell you this if you like look at office, them, though. you
1: can make a legitimate argument that they're the third best team in the NFC.
2: I would make the argument that they're the second best team. That's what world.
1: I'm saying. That's what I mean. Like it would be the Eagles. Then it, you would argue 49ers, Cowboys.
2: Yo, that is so crazy. The drop off after the Eagles is it's just massive. like it's massive. It's stupid. It is absolutely dumb because like when Green Bay when when, when Green Bay had Rodgers, you could always say Rodgers, right? Because you're like, oh yeah, like he always has a chance, you know, blah blah blah. But now when I'm looking at it, like the landscape, like there's literally nobody out there. I, I I can't even think of another team outside of the Niners, and they have like a quarterback problem right now because they don't know who's starting and who's healthy. They're so I I don't know. Yeah. But the Cowboys, I would say they're the are the second best team. I can argue that. I like their defense just as much as I like the you know the Niners. I know the Niners have a better defense overall, but I like Parsons.
1: Yeah, and they added I, you know what, what I mean. Like, I I Gilmore. think he's a beast. They have Gilmore and Diggs. Yeah, so
2: I I think he's a monster. So, I, I want that on my team. And I think their offense is really loaded. Their offense should be it, fine. It should be really good. So, I, I, I think they're the second best team in the NFC right now. I, I'll say that. I actually believe that.
1: It's fair. It's fair. I would, st- I, I'm like I said, I would put them in the argument. I don't really know. But off the top of my head, I would probably give, I, would, I hate to say the Niners, but. I, I, I can't say the Lions because they scared the shit out of me, and we will we'll, we will touch on that. But I'm scared to death of the Lions as much as I want to say them because um, they have a ton of expectations and they're not used to that.
2: You think the Vikings
1: are being slapped on? Uh, yes and no.
2: I kind of yeah. I'm I'm the same way. Like
1: I think the Vikings are going to be a good formidable team, but they lost Dalvin Cook, and I think that that's only going to put more pressure on Kirk Cousins in the backfield because as I think Madison's okay. But I don't think Madison is going to get the respect that Dalvin Cook gets with putting linebackers and edge rushers in the box.
2: But see, the thing is, is like, I don't actually think that Dalvin Cook gets that much respect anymore. He's not even signed.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. You know what I mean? So it's like But when he's out on the field, I think he does from his peers. Because peers, a year I feel ago, like their peers. That, yeah, last year, last season. So I think it's going and they lost Adam Thielen. Is how big of a loss is that? Adam Thielen had 100 100 targets last year. Yeah, It's like you know. I, but I they got
2: Osborne again. He's, got he's Osborne, back. He, got, he knows the offense, got and he's pretty good. He's had a couple games where he flashes, where he have like 15 catches for like a buck 80. And you're like, where did this come from?
1: They have Hawkinson. I think he's so, gonna
2: be really good this year.
1: Yeah. So I mean, look, the Vikings are tough, but they're a team that's not being talked about. That's going to be good and formidable. It's just can Kirk Cousins perform when it matters?
2: That's, yet that's be, the That means to be seen. No, and I, I, and I don't believe he can because I, I de- haven't seen it.
1: And I defended him last year as much. I defended him up until he blew that game against the Giants. I'm glad he comment. did because I knew we were going to smack the Giants. I
2: saw that comment, too. Yeah. That's the funny part. But,
1: and the way the Eagles beat the Vikings last year on Monday Night Football, I wouldn't have wanted to play them a second time.
2: But That's a, that's a fact.
1: That's enough of that. So I know you're going to love this one. Who is the GOAT tight end, Gronk or Kelsey? Because here's the thing. I'm going to let you go off in a minute, but I don't think it's particularly close. And I think it's Gronk. And I think it's because Gronk's blocking.
2: Well, wow. I, I, hold on. I'm so sorry to cut you off. I am actually, actually, genuinely shocked you chose Gronk. Why? I, I thought you were coming here and you were going to choose Kelsey. I I, I, I I really thought that because I, I don't know. I just had a hunch. I thought about this question literally for the last couple of days since Tuesday's pod. I thought about this question. I'm like, nah, I know he's going to choose Kelsey, and I'm going to grind his ass up when he does. Because there's no way in hell he believes Kelsey was fucking better than Gronk.
1: He he's not. Look, and Gronk when Gronk was great, Gronk was just Gronk was actually unstoppable, and he did it with not very good receivers around him. Mm-hmm. And Gronk was a blocker. Yes, like people, I I feel like people forget that as as Dominic as dominant as Gronk was in the passing game he was just as dominant as a blocker. Mm-hmm. And that hurts some of his stats. Yeah. But when you're talking about winning rings, he was a big part of that because of the protection that he provided for Brady with, with the mid-level running backs that he had. Brady never had superstar running backs. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like with that, like, you know, I mean, Gronk's the he holds the single-season touchdown record for a tight end with 18. It's just like, you know, I mean, the only thing, like, I just – I don't understand. It's just recency bias. Yeah. And and that's really what it is because Kelsey's flashy. Kelsey's more of a show off. And and it's like the Chiefs are the hottest thing right now. And you have Patrick Mahomes, who's the next big thing, who's, you know, who's projecting to be in the conversation. Is he going to be better than Tom Brady? Can he match those Super Bowls? But if you truly look at it, Gronk was the most dominant, one of the most dominant offensive players I've ever seen in my life, ever. And it's not even close. And look, Gronk has four Super Bowls, and I know he was hurt for the one Patriots run. Yep. I know
2: that. In 2016. Yes. Yep. I, I
1: understand that. But so even if he has three Super Bowl rings, everything else that he did playing through injuries, and again, to me, it all goes back to the blocking because that's what tight ends do. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's like a friggin' a wide receiver.
2: I'm the same way, man. I I, I go by the overall position. The tight end, you block, you do all that stuff. You Everything you said is the same thing that I wanted to say. So I don't really have much to say, but I will give you a nice statistical stat for you to prove that the blocking didn't matter. Gronk blocked 47% of his career snaps. Kelsey blocked 36. That's a lot.
1: So Gronk blocked 50%, basically.
2: 11%, 11% more of and his snaps.
1: So he got almost half of his snaps, and his numbers are still right in line with Travis Kelsey in an era that didn't, that wasn't throwing the ball 45 and 50 well, Kelsey
2: was the he, Well, Kelsey blocks 36. So he's only eleven percent more. So it's not that much of a gap as you think. But when you look at the career snaps, half of his snaps were blocking.
1: And Nick, again, and like I got He they didn't had throw the ball forty-five times a game back then. Right.
2: And he and they got. I mean, to me, it, it, it's a combination of things. It's like it's eye test, and it's actually knowing the position of it. And I, it, Gronk, to me, if you look at the stats, the longevity. If if you want to argue a goat is longevity, it has to have some longevity to it. Gronk's not going to be your guy, but when he Tony there, Gonzalez is going to be your guy,
1: Tony Gonzalez should be in that conversation either way. To be honest, But Tony Gonzalez was awesome.
2: Gronk had 92 touchdowns. <laughs> Kelsey has 69 and they played the same amount of games. Actually, Travis, Kelsey played one more game than, than Gronk. So, but, but, but Kelsey owns them and, and targets, receptions, catch percentage, receiving yards uh and all that stuff but Gronk 15 yards a catch is insane 15 yards a catch so every time Gronk touches the ball it's a first down I mean Kelsey was 12.7 so that's just, that's true for him too but 15 yards is fucking crazy
1: probably. the dude came out of retirement and won another Super Bowl with the Buccaneers with Tom Brady
2: watch the Colts game when he threw that dude out of the fucking <laughs> out, out off the field bro you he he, he know what he said? I had to get him out of the club. That's crazy, dog. He bounced his man out of the club, man. That was a bully. That's a blocking tight end. That's a tight end. That's a guy that dominated the game. Like, I know. W- when, when, you, when 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 the Patriots lined up, all they had to really worry about was Gronk. And he still found a way. When, he, when, when they beat Seattle in that Super Bowl, he scored a big touchdown right before that half. That's Gronk for you.
1: And Gronk scored again in the Super Bowl when he went in, in Tampa. Again, people, is crazy. Are, people are just right now, Travis Kelsey's the shiny toy. And I know, look, Travis Kelsey's great. I know that. But Tra- game, Travis Kelsey's already a top. But Poole he's not rate. a he's not a true tight but end. To me,
2: he's like a wide receiver. He's he, he's he's a wide receiver that can block.
1: Travis Kelsey's amongst the top five. He's elusive. Yeah. If you just put if you're saying overall skill level, uh, overall talent at the skill position, you can make an argument he's the top five. If you give me at one skill, game, that
2: skill players. If you give me, oh, Dave said Dave and shoot him up. Yo, what up, Ryan? He said Tony Gonzalez is one of the pioneers for yep. modern tight end. Yep, Tony Gonzalez should be in the conversation. Yes, Absolutely. Tony Gonzalez has longevity and he has stats that are like super hard to catch because he uh, he played he played so much. Yep. especially his 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 overall receptions. But if you look at the the uh, the overall touchdowns, Rob Gronkowski is right behind him. It, it, it actually I, I I it's pretty close in terms of touchdowns. So Gronk was dominant. He was dominant in the red zone. You know how hard that is when when every everybody knows you're getting the ball and you still go up and you still grab it and you still fucking score. It's that's that is so incredibly hard. Like Tony Gonzalez had 100 and 111 touchdowns. But he played for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Gronk was on and off the field and had 92 touchdowns. 92
1: touchdowns? He's a monster.
2: Any any but his receptions are are not even... I mean, Gonzalez has him by two times his receptions. 1,300 receptions versus 600. You know, you can argue, Tony Gonzalez, based on, on, on the longevity. But I'm talking about fucking dominance. Like, I'm talking about if I needed the tight end to save my life and to win the football game, I'm calling Gron- Rob Gron- fucking That's Kowski. And it ain't even close. I, I'm the same
1: way. I am the same I way. Grunt. Yeah. I want prime grump. I want prime grump. He was a... He
2: was, I just, he was different. He was dog. a whorey. But the problem is in 10 years and 20 years from now, we're not going to view that to be the same because I I just don't think people are going to think the same about Rob Gronkowski 20 years from now. And here's why it's just because it's because it's recency bias, of course. And when you look at his numbers, 621 catches, I know the touchdowns are high, but we look at the receiving yards. Kelsey got him, got he got him beaten out. He got him beaten receptions, Right. So, I think people are going to discredit Gronk, but it's going to be the people that never watched him.
1: I was just going to say that. Gonna, that.
2: That's what it's going to be. It's,
1: it's going to be a combination of the people that never watched him, and it's also going to be – it's the new age tight end. Yeah. And for people like – look, we're not old. We're only no, thin. no, no. But I'm just saying, when we were growing up, the tight end position was different. Yeah. Like, and Kraski was more of like, like the Shannon Sharps and the Tony Gonzalez. Legit blockers. Yeah. That's what like the tight ends don't do that anymore.
2: But the but all the stat junkies are going to refer to the stats. And, and 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 I don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to 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 the stats Kelsey versus Gronk. But if we're talking about the overall position, yeah, I do have a leg to stand on. And that's where like it gets dicey. But that's why it becomes down to preference. Like, what do you think is the goat tight end? And like, I, that's to me, that's what it's going to come down to. Because all the people that didn't see Gronk are going to say, "Well, he, you know, he only has 621 catches."
1: But to me, those but all that's, those people that's, that's
2: going to be the story.
1: All those people are those type of people that rely on analytics and rely on stats, and they don't tell the whole story. Nah, you have to see the body of work. What they've accomplished, (laughs) all that shit matters.
2: He was so different. All of it
1: matters when it comes to NBA, when it comes to NFL, all of that stuff that you take into account matters.
2: No, he was so different. But
1: Rob Gronkowski is Rob Gronkowski was just he was an actual tight end. Yep. He wasn't masquerading as a tight end. He was put your hand in dirt and block when you got a block. And when he you needed a sure handed catch, it was Gronk. And they knew the ball was going to Gronk. It's insane. And there was nothing you could do about it.
2: I, I want, I want Philly Phil to play this clip real quick. Hey, Philly Phil, hold on, I'm sending it to you right now. This is fucking insane. This is, this is goat status. This is why are he is the good you bringing is up the,
1: the one where you threw, where he threw him at the club?
2: Yeah, we are gonna pull that up. Let's pull it up right now because this is the like the like this is a bully. So
1: you're shocked that I picked
2: Gronk? I am very shocked.
1: You're, you're, you're I, I
2: thought pick, you were gonna choose Kelsey. I don't know. You need I did chill it's just, on me. It just feels like the everything about the Patriots you hate, and I know he's a Patriot. So no, was, no, see so like, okay. the
1: problem is, bro, I'm a truth teller. I'm a truth. Teller. <laughs> that's that's, crazy. A, that's what it is. I tell the. I tell. you what my. I see the problem is. I'm a
2: truth teller is insane. I, I tell you what. I my, like eye, I tell you what my eyes see. I'm happy though. That's what you're supposed to do as a friend. All right, ready? That. Time. <laughs> he's still going. They're <laughs> gonna replay that back. You have to. Is that Jonas Gray?
0: Another
2: one comes in at the end. Is that who it
0: is? Poor Andrew Long. He had one during the play and one after the play.
2: They're going to show it.
0: Gronk over there stirring it up like it's a
1: nightclub.
2: <laughs> Threw him out the club. We're talking Shane Varine. Yo, that's Jonas Gray. That's crazy. That is crazy right now.
1: After the touchdown, <laughs> personal foul, number
2: 87. <laughs> he don't give a oh, fuck. Johnny. Look at he him. him. By rule, he he don't give a fuck. The penalty on the kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> that guy I hate. Here it is. This.
0: Puts
2: him up Yo, by look, look at this. Look at Gronkowski
1: at the far left side of your screen, and he just finishes this. Look at this. Well after the this is the grown man. You'll
2: called. never see that. That's a grown man. He, he threw him seven yards goal outside goal. of the fucking the end zone. And Gronk, Look, Gronk, at so that, and that, Look at him. Look at him. He's in the club having a good-ass time. That's what I'm saying. But you, <laughs> well,
1: here's the thing. You're showing the story about that's Gronk, crazy. and it has nothing to do with him These catching the ball you're showing a story of Gronk and it has nothing to do with catching the ball. No. It, it was just how dominant Gronk was. So good. But let's stay on tight ends because I want to ask you something.
2: Antonio Gates is another great. Yes, he was. God Antonio, far. Great.
1: Antonio Gates was great. And who's his, who's his, who's his quarterback? Philip Rivers, did they win?
2: <laughs> All right. Well, if he was great, then then Philip Rivers is great. So Philip Rivers couldn't win a Super right? Bowl with the great whoa, Antonio whoa, Gates. Whoa, whoa. It can't be both ways. Oh no hell, no, no way, dude. You're gonna say Antonio Gates was great, but not Philip Rivers? That's not fair. No,
1: no he was throwing him the ball. Yes, but Antonio Gates. My point is, is Philip Rivers. You have Antonio Gates. He was great. You have LT. He was great. You couldn't win with these boys.
2: It's a different era. <laughs> it was more defensive.
1: I, I don't know. I'm just saying, he stinks. Um, we're staying on tight ends here, right? Raiders traded Darren Waller apparently because he missed too yeah. much time with injuries. Do you think that was a good move or a bad move on the Raiders' part?
2: I think it was a good move in getting in terms of getting out of the three years, 51 million uh, con- uh contract quicker than before his stock can plummet again. Because if he has another bad year, they ain't getting nothing for him, right? So I'm not mad about it. I actually, but it, to me, it's a bad move in terms of winning because Jimmy G has success with the you know, throwing it to the tight end with Kittle in San Francisco, now you bring Jimmy G on board and Darren Waller's out. So, you no, know, who's going to fill his shoes? So, to me, it was a bad move in terms of the actual success of the team, but good in financial reasons.
1: Uh, I think it was a bad move. You brought in Jimmy G. You're, you traded your best, your second best uh, pass catcher. Now you only have Devontae Adams. You didn't sign your running back. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And your quarterback has to pass a physical in order to be on your team. I'm oh, out no, With man. his foot. So I look. I know the Raiders next year are drafting a quarterback, no matter what. We know that. Yeah,
2: that's not. That's not.
1: But it's just you're tearing. I okay. Maybe you're just tearing it down. But why would you then trade for Devontae Adams last year?
2: I don't know. So I, so, so you think so so you think that Josh McDaniels is kind of just a bridge coach at this point? Then that's what you're telling me.
1: Josh McDaniels stinks. It was the reason I was off of them last year. Josh McDaniels stinks. He's a good coordinator. He's not a leader of men in the locker room, and it's Josh McDaniels. You saw it with Denver, and the same thing is going to happen. Denver started like four and and0 that year and finished eight and eight or some crazy stat. Like yeah, that. they did. <laughs> or six and O and finished eight and eight. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I think it was a four and and0 or something like that. It's just it might have cr- been six and I think it was six and O and then they lost. They they lost. You know. 600 in the last eight or whatever but it's just it's an it's totally insane to me with the josh mcdaniel stuff and you tore your whole team down and you brought in Devonte adams why would you pay Devonte adams all that money if you're not building you sign the best wide receiver in the game and you fucking start a rebuild the next year yeah well i, I just i literally don't understand if there's a, we're going to talk about running backs next if there's any running back that does that needed to get paid it was josh jacobs Yes, it was Josh Jacobs, because next year, if you're paying, you're, you have Jimmy G for cheap. And next year, if you draft a quarterback, that quarterback's free. So Josh Jacobs should have been the running back to get the money, because now you would have Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs locked up for the next four years while you're paying your quarterback. Hopefully you you hit on your quarterback and you're paying them nothing. At that point, Josh Josh Jacobs is on his way out.
2: Well, I think Devontae, I think the whole thing is, too, like, Devontae Adams, I think he really wants to be out of there and some I would, too. Point. I know, but that's the reason why he didn't pay Josh Jacobs, because if I pay Josh Jacobs and, and Devontae Adams leaves, then what the fuck am I going to do with Josh Jacobs? You know what I mean? So, like, I, I don't hate what they did. Like, financially, I get it. Like I actually, I'm on board with it financially. He's not worth three million, three years, fifty-one million right now. He's Who? he's he hasn't stayed on the field. Who Waller? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And and not for nothing, out of out of eight seasons, he had two two and a half good ones, two great ones, one one good one. So it's like, all right, like let's pump the brakes here on Waller. Like I know he had two good seasons back to back, but like like we're not we're, we're we're talking like they got rid of George Kittle or something. Like I I just don't. You know, my, my I think only, he's good. I just don't, I think he's still a lot to prove.
1: I, the only reason I'm saying it's a bad move is because I don't know the direction of the Raiders. Like I said, why would you're signing Devonte Adams? And to me, it looks like, all right, we're going for it. We have Derek Carr. Derek Carr's coming off a huge year. We're bringing in Josh McDaniels or Rich Bisaccia, which I said was a bonehead move to begin with, but you brought in Josh McDaniels, you signed Devonte Adams. You have the leading rusher in the league. Darren Waller was hurt. I get it, but it's like, you're, are you tearing it all down now? A year after getting Devontae Adams, what do you? It's it's poor ownership, more than anything. Darren Waller's good. I understand that he has injury problems and stuff like that, but I just I don't I I don't understand what the Raiders are doing.
2: I have no idea either. I don't know what the direction they're going. I I I, I really don't. What, I I I honestly don't know.
1: What do you think is Waller's outlook for 2023? Do you think he can have a good year? Do you think he could be a thousand yard tight end?
2: I think he's going to finish around seventh or eighth. I think he's going to be – I think he's going to have about 65 catches, 700 yards, and five touchdowns. I think he's going to be a solid stat line. Um, you know, if he achieved that stat line last season, he would have been sixth in catches if he gets 65 catches. Do they keep six, him? 65 catches. Do they keep him? Does who keep him? The Raiders.
1: If he gets that stat line last year, do the Raiders trade him or keep him?
2: They keep him because now I, I, I don't think they would have been as bad because if he if, I don't know about that well no but, well I, I think offensively I think they would have been a lot better because he would have opened up a lot of fucking okay you know space for Adams and Renfro and shit like Renfro I, I don't know what happened to him but know. you know maybe he bounces back I, I I do like their roster in terms of skill position players it's not like it's just I don't know I mean Jimmy G the whole situation is really foggy like you said and I don't. And Josh Jacobs now he's this is his last year with the Raiders because no running back is getting a contract. So, yeah, I mean it's either they're all in this year or they're rebuilding. So I I had no idea what they're doing because he signed Jimmy G. So it's like all right, what direction are you going? Are you going are you going for the playoffs or are you trying to rebuild? I don't know.
1: Well, in that division, I mean they're by far the worst team in the division. But I
2: don't hate them not paying Josh Jacobs. Like no, I, I get, I get the, it. The I get financial it. aspect, I I, <laughs> I I I totally get it, man. I really do. Like yeah, I've really. That's a lot really of money. It and is. here's the
1: thing: I like I like Darren Waller this year. I think that he's, he, I think he's the best pass catcher on the Giants. I think now with Saquon being out, it's you know, I, well, we don't know what's going on with Saquon, like if he sits out or whatever. I like I like Darius Slayton, but I like Slayton. I actually think Slay. Uh, I think Hodges. Hodges is, is pretty right. good. He's all right. Sterling Shepard when he plays one game, um, but yeah, I think Darren right. Waller could be all right. <laughs> I think Darren Waller could have a, a decent fantasy year. I really do.
2: I think I, I think he's going to finish around the seventh. And that would be six, a good fantasy seventh, year. Yeah, I think it's a it's solid. A gr-
1: yeah, that's a good year.
2: I 100%. have, yeah, I, like I said, I have sixty-five catches, seven hundred yards, and five touchdowns. That's what I predict down our Waller. And if he did that stat line, he'd be six in catches. This is last year overall players. Yeah. If he if he does that stat line, he would have been six in catches last year, eighth in yards, and eighth in touchdowns. That puts him around the seventh range. Yeah. I think that's where he's going to be. And that's a solid year. The talent's there, absolutely. The problem is, I just don't know if he can repeat the success that he had in 2019 and 2020. Like, I just don't know that. Yeah, there's there's not much proof because Five of his injury ago. history too. Four years ago. So yeah, it's a long time.
1: Let's stay on the uh, Raiders real fast, but let's move let's move to the uh, running back position. We're gonna dive into all the running backs because that's a whole bunch of shit going on. But yeah. apparently, Josh Jacobs was waiting in the parking lot with Max Crosby um, waiting to sign a deal. Him, uh, he did not get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about that? Even though we just kind of touched on that, because I said, I don't understand why they wouldn't pay Josh Jacobs right now.
2: Um, I don't hate it because it's like, they don't, I, I I just don't think the Raiders are invested in a running back. I mean,
1: what are they invested in though? A wide receiver that has a wide receiver. Yeah. That doesn't have a, really have a quarterback. Well,
2: here's the thing. It's like, they, yeah, because they don't know the, the history of Jimmy G either. Like what's going to happen to Jimmy G? Is I'm he a bridge? About. Is Jimmy G a bridge? Like, I don't know. So if if you're committing to a running back and then Devontae Adams, uh, you know, wants to get traded, like I said earlier, what do you do? You now you have Josh Jacobs for nothing because if you get rid of Devonte Adams, your whole team, your your offense is completely exploded. It is because you got rid of Waller and you got rid of Devonte Adams back to back years, and Renfro. I don't even know if they if they know how to use them. They don't. So so and then who else is backing up? the tight end position who's a tight end now okay, i don't yes. know
1: let me say something let me jump in so they just got rid of all their talent you know what's weird about renfro josh mcdaniels should know how to use him yeah i he coached wes welker that's what Danny i thought, Amendola, I, thought he would have a good year.
2: I thought he would have a good year he
1: should absolutely knows how to how to use renfro yeah because tom brady would love hunter renfro
2: i know I, I
1: renfro would be a beast with tom brady but i mean everybody was a beast with tom brady um Yeah. To me, that whole, I just, I I don't understand what the Raiders doing. I can't make any sense of it, no matter which way I think about it in my head. I really don't. But to me, Josh Jacobs should have been the one that got the money because they have all the money and they're looking to draft a quarterback. And the quarterback is going to be basically free. He's going to be cheap for the next four years. Mm -hmm. So you could have had your quarterback, your running back, your tight end, well, not your tight end, but and Devontae Adams, Mm -hmm. you have a trio. Yeah so it's like you know man what direction are you going that's just that that organization sucks and they, I, I guess they thought moving from Oakland to Vegas would make Mark Davis smart
2: no but it makes him more money that's the point well, no, apparently they're broke Who? the Raiders yeah, apparently no. the
1: Raiders are one of the, uh whatchamacallit the least uh like financially good uh organizations
2: what do you mean they don't have
1: a lot of money compared to like other teams in the NFL well
2: they had the, they had the same cap space
1: yeah, I know, but it was something was, I'm not even gonna go into that because I don't know You're too. You talking much about, about it. revenue? Something like that. I don't know what it was saying. But it was saying that they can't offer like as much money as a different team would or some shit like that. That I was
2: reading. is it due to like taxes in that area or something? I don't know. Truthfully, I
1: really don't know. Maybe. I shouldn't have even said that because I don't know enough about it to even No, it's okay. It. now you but, got me curious. Yeah, we'll read about it. We'll check it out after. But I just like again, I I, I don't understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I I just I don't and they're gonna they're gonna pay for it because they're gonna be a, a bottom th- three team outside of I think the Texans are better so I think other than the Cardinals who's a team that I could definitively say is going to be worse than them I don't know I don't I, I don't know anybody off the top of my head yeah and they're in a tough ass division so um but Saquon Barkley he didn't sign either he went on that rant saying like F my teammates F the uh Giants and all that he could say that anyway and he might uh, sit out week one the, apparently they were only off by like one or two million in their negotiation.
2: That See, that's what's confusing to me because like if you were willing to negotiate with them, obviously you kind of wanted them back. But at one to two million, is that true? Like, come on. If, cause if Saquon didn't take that deal, he's an idiot. I'm sorry. He's an idiot. At one to two million is going ma- to make, is going to make a break. When you have all these endorsements, you're in New York You're in the spotlight. I I just, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, it's stupid. It's so dumb, But you should take the deal. What's what's going on? One to 2 million ain't gonna make or break it. I'm sorry, it won't.
1: So if you were negotiating your salary at work and they offered you, say you're making, I don't know, you're making 250,000. Okay. And they offer you, that you want 300, but they offer you 290. Yeah. You're taking it, you're not fighting for that extra 10,000?
2: I have to know my surroundings. Look around, read the room. Look, look around the league. Who, who was the last, the last uh, running back to get a nice big contract?
1: But that's what needs to change, because right. I'm on the running back side. Right.
2: So if, if if I'm Saquon, one to two million, that's a pretty good contract. If you're off by one, what's the difference between three years, fifteen million versus three years, eighteen million, three million dollars? Principle. Okay, I I get it. Like I I get it. But like it's like. If you want to change the culture of of getting paid, then that's not a bad contract by any means. No, that isn't. would actually would have helped other teams to know, <laughs> oh, okay, they value Saquon at that. Okay, well, then that means Austin Eckler is worth this. Or that means Josh Jacobs is worth yeah. that. Or maybe Tony Pollard worth this. But You know that, what I mean? I think it would gauge some market for it. No, I going. don't because I think it would, just,
1: because it would have lowered it even more. Because you already have people saying that running backs don't matter. And the running backs do matter. But I don't think that it's running back. Isn't the most important position on the field, but it's important. The issue is, is they're drafting running backs. They're basically paying. They're playing their prime on a cheap ass deal and they're getting 400 carries a season. Yeah. And then they're wondering why they're breaking down after the first contract after four years. Well, when they have 1200 touches in three years, I know. Yeah. Their bodies are going to start to break sure. down. So what happened to protecting your investment? It, no, they're running them into the ground on their rookie deals. And then when it comes time to pay up, they're saying, oh, it's not worth it. And I mentioned this to you when we were talking about it. Austin Eckler said it. You don't want to pay me what I'm worth. But if you were to trade me, I want three first round picks. It Why? Make sense. You're telling me that you're I'm not worth that. But when, you try to, when you're trying to trade me, you want top value. Yeah. Because everybody's saying, oh, running backs don't matter. Why did the Falcons take B. John Robinson when you have a thousand yard rusher on your team? Why did the Niners trade for CMC? I, why? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And you have the owners, and you have everybody saying, "Oh, running backs don't matter." Does Derrick Henry matter? Yes. The running backs do matter to an extent. But
2: they don't win you the Super Bowl. That's the ultimate goal. I understand and, that, and and I get it. Like the last what ten Super Bowl winners? Neither do wide receivers. They don't have wide
1: huh? receivers. Don't win you Super Bowls. Yes and no. Who's the, who? Who had the better wide receiver core last year? Yes and no. I can Eagles?
2: I can argue Cooper Cup was needed to win that Super Bowl. So do do wide receivers, to me, matter.
1: They can help.
2: Like T.O. when he when when he played the Patriots, he mattered. If he didn't play, I don't know what what they would do, because T.O. was everything for the Eagles at that game. So I I I, I, I I'm it's off that, point. right? But what I'll say is is I I don't fuck. What were we talking about? <laughs> the running backs. The running backs. Yeah. They, no, I know, I know. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, so Saquon, I think. Just take the deal though. And one to two million ain't gonna break you, bro. It ain't gonna hurt but your in principle
1: Because all you're doing is further further devaluing your position.
2: I, I, I know, but my thing is, is now how are you gonna get that back? Is somebody gonna offer you that now? Because now he may never get that deal.
1: I understand that, but that's so he time, took a risk. Honestly, I but so do you side with the players or the organization? I side because with, I side with the players Well, totally.
2: I, I go with the organization. Oh no, no. And and, and I, I'm I'm not like trying to be like ignorant or anything, but it, it's literally like you know what the fuck you're signing up for when you play for the NFL. Yes. They are a business first, but they do do not care about your feelings. I'm sorry, they
1: don't. They yeah. just don't, bro. Well, here's the problem if you the the biggest problem for Saquon is they should have negotiated Saquon first, then Daniel Jones. Saquon has been the Giants for the last four years. He is the face of the franchise. Brock Purdy played nine games and had the same stat line with less interceptions as Daniel Jones. Brock Purdy had 30, 13 touchdowns and four interceptions. Daniel Jones had 15 and five Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy made the NFC championship game. Daniel Jones stinks. And he's being paid as a superstar. Like, I I just – I don't understand how dumb you can be of an organization because without Saquon Barkley, I already think the Giants are taking a step back. Without Saquon Barkley, they have no chance.
2: But if you look around the league, you could argue that even if you had a top running back, did you really have a chance because you never won with a top running back? And I understand – just the last 10 Super Bowl winners or whatever it was. There's a stat there. That, but the only thing I would argue with that is that the quarterback play was so substantially better than league that the quarterback is your engine of the team. That's so it you can plug in any running back. So that is also the argument, too. If, if you somebody plug comes in up to
1: me and says running backs do not matter, my only question is if, you're, if you have a franchise and you said you could pick your entire team, you can have Rashad Penny or you can have Nick Chubb. Can I give you Rashad Penny?
2: But if it fits my salary cap, then I'll no, take a better – salary caps don't matter. They do matter, though. That's the point of the whole deal. But they're telling that's, you that... – that's, that's the argument, Mike. It's, it's it's the salary cap thing. It's like, do I want to be cap-strapped for a running back when I know I can get somebody in the fifth round that can do the same thing if I teach them in a year or two? But they should be like, respectively respectfully. I picked. get it. No, and, and I agree with you. They got to figure it out in the CBA that, what they do with that. Something should be
1: done where that first contract – is like they should get their money
2: i I am on the side of that
1: if you're if you're a first round pick your contract should be substantially bigger than it than than like a second or third round pick to get your money up front even if you're a bust like it happens like trent richardson but my point is is that again i'm going back to this with zeke i think the zeke contract scared a lot of people but the guy was getting 400 450 target uh touches for three and four years. Of course, his body was going to break down. But, so you ran him into the ground and now you're not, he's not going to be able to still be in his prime. And now he can't get paid good. Like that that's not, what are you supposed to do there?
2: So then, so then you're, now you're going to humanity. That's what you're looking at. You're looking at a, a humane advantage. standpoint. Let's I taking an advantage. Yeah. But they don't owe you shit. Who? The organization don't, don't owe you anything. I, personally,
1: I think what Derek Henry and all them said, Every fucking running back should take a knee for the uh, for the first week or something going straight.
2: I don't look, look. I think they should get paid, but what I'm saying is they're not obligated to. No, I understand. It's that. like okay, if I draft a running back and he happens to be really good and I don't sign him, that makes me a bad uh, organization. Like I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think that should be the case. No, but my – I my... think I think you should have a very. Yeah, you should be. You should have a moral (laughs) obligation to do whatever the fuck you want to do with your roster. I agree. Whether, whether, Whether that position agrees or not, that's fine. But I'm the owner of the team. If I don't think that paying you is going to make us any better for the future, then I'm not going to do it. I know you had great years with us, but it doesn't make me obligated to pay you that money I, I understand that do that but my point if is, another team wants to go ahead but I, I'm okay with that but I know what you're saying But the trade values like and and, and I do agree with that. that's holding them hostage I, I agree with I that want
1: 20 million a year you're not worth it I, I agree with you. that I want three but you signed
2: pens. the rookie contract you signed that contract the last contract that you signed you signed it so you are obligated to either fulfill that contract or not, but you can't, you have,
1: but no, because you're hamstrung with the franchise tag.
2: That's true, but they get a lot of money on that franchise
1: tag. I know th- it's 10 million dollars. The franchise tag is 10 million for a running back. You sure about that? I'm almost positive. I think it's 10 million.
2: I don't know. You think so?
1: I'm pretty sure it's 10 million, unless I'm really off on it.
2: Let's see. It is 10 million. I'm because, because, Fran- yeah, because, because Jacobs and Barkley got it, they got
1: 10 million. Okay. That's a pretty good number. No, it's not. No, it's fucking not. When the wide receiver is making 23. Should Juju Smith-Schuster be making more than Saquon Barkley? Running Hell no.
2: Wide receivers are valued more.
1: That's not what... Who's more valuable to a team? Juju or Saquon? Saquon. Devontae Parker or Saquon?
2: But it's a it's a passing league, though. That's I understand the point. That.
1: But if Juju but was ranked right last in last year, it's separation.
2: I know, but... The point is, it's a passing league. I understand that. So when you when you have a wide receiver available who just won the Super Bowl, it's going to be a little bit. It's going to be pretty enticing. That's why the Patriots went out and go got him.
1: Well, look who we just played with. I mean, use your fucking brain here. Use your brain, Bill. Use your brain.
2: I think ten millions is a fair number.
1: No, not, when, you, let's, let's not when you're real. quarterback. Not when you're bum ass quarterback.
2: Okay, so let me ask you a question. Should he should be should he be paid more than CMC? No. CMC makes 16 million a year. Exactly. Should he, should he be paid more than Derrick Henry? No. Derrick Henry makes 12 and a half million. Derrick I Henry's, think it's a pretty good fucking Derrick,
1: deal. Derrick Henry already got the bulk of his money on his on his second deal.
2: Nick Chubb, 12.2 million a year. I think it's a pretty good deal he, for 10 million a year.
1: Already got a good deal. And he has long-term security. That's going to – if Saquon Sa- Sa- Barkley signs I the tag – I get it. I get it. If Saquon Sa- Barkley signs the tag and breaks his leg, he has no financial security moving forward. Do you remember? Do you remember the? Miles that,
2: Sanders don't have a problem. What about he Earl got Sanders? six? He's got he's got six point four million dollars a year. He don't he don't seem to, 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 to throw a fit. Different. Well, Saquon, I can argue he's had he he actually has some injury issues.
1: He has one inj- one major injury,
2: and that's a major injury. So did CMC, and, and CMC that's a major injury to a to a position where it, we just the if you look at the history of the position, you could plug in the third third round running back and still be successful as an
1: offense. You can, but who's been more banged up than Christian McCaffrey? Outside of this year, who's been more banged up?
2: And he's getting sixteen million.
1: Exactly. So he's getting his money, and he was banged up. But he's a different cat, though,
2: because he he can catch a hundred passes and okay. do all that. He's a different like. There are certain players at different positions where they're just different. Like like Travis Kelsey at the tight end position okay. of how shallow it is. He is a he he's a, he's so dominant at, at that position. He's head and shoulders above everybody. And I can argue Derek Henry and CMC are are just there, and mm-hmm. and Chubb. So And that doesn't surprise me that they're three of the top four highest-paid running backs, and I wouldn't dispute that. If you told me CMC, Henry, and Chubb were three of the top four, I would be like, that's not surprising. They deserve it. Alvin Kamara is second with with 15 a a year. So, yeah, I I mean, when I look at Saquon, $10 million a year, that's fair.
1: But it's not a long-term I
2: know it's not, but if we're going to trash the franchise tag in terms of, the money that they're making I, I would disagree from that
1: you paid your mid-level quarterback as a fucking as a superstar the guy mm. had the same numbers as, a, as the last pick in the draft
2: is saquon the top five
1: running back to you yes yes unequivocally yes wow after nick chubb cmc and eckler he's right there who is somebody definitively better than saquon barkley right now awesome. besides Echler. those three no eckler cmc and nick chubb
2: and derrick henry
1: and Derrick Henry. Okay, so at worst, he's five. I am at five because I think those four are better than him.
2: Can you argue Josh Jacobs? I was going to say,
1: you could argue Josh Jacobs, but Josh Jacobs had one career Can you year.
2: argue Joe Mixon? No. Can you argue Aaron Jones? No. Mm.
1: No. No.
2: I'm saying- Saquon can, Barkley? Can you argue it? I mean, look, do we talk about Saquon like he's a god? Saquon Barkley's a stud. We, like I said, we're talking about him like he's a god. And I, I, I don't see it. I knew he had 1,300 yards last year, which is pretty good. I and mean, he, and he, he had a good year. I'm not taking away from Daniel, him. He had a good Daniel year. Daniel
1: Jones is getting $47 million. The guy had 15 touchdowns. What are we doing?
2: He's 26.
1: He stinks. Daniel Jones blows, dude. And you know that. I don't like Daniel Jones. Mitchell Trubisky has better numbers than Daniel Jones. You I don't, know I don't feel like Daniel Mitchell Jones. I,
2: I'm not a Daniel Jones guy.
1: And You just paid him forty-seven. Million. I don't.
2: And I never agree. I'd never. But I'm just
1: saying you couldn't find an extra million or two million for your franchise guy that you drafted second overall. That's been the face of your franchise for four years. They
2: don't believe in that method.
1: They don't believe in winning either.
2: Well. I, you could argue the teams that won the Super Bowl could could say the same thing, and they won the Super Bowl. They're
1: not close to a Super Bowl. And after they signed Daniel Jones to that ridiculous contract, they're further from a Super Bowl. But what I'm saying Name is – Name a team that, that signs a quarterback to a long-term but deal. But you're
2: automatically saying just because a team doesn't have their, their star running back from last year, that no. doesn't make them th- th- that they're not a Super Bowl contender no. because if you look at the previous winners,
1: they never had a no, top, top I, tier I team. understand that. But what I'm saying is that Saquon Barkley Bar- makes any team better. If you put Saquon Barkley on the Chiefs, are you more scared of them with Saquon Barkley or Isaiah Pacheco?
2: Well, obviously, I'd be scared of Saquon Barkley. Thank you, but it's also it's also situation driven too.
1: And, and In no situation would you take Isaiah Pacheco over Saquon Barkley. In 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 no way, in no fashion. There's just nobody no said that for that. But my point is, is that you signed your quarterback, and all you did was guarantee you're not going for, to a Super Bowl for the duration of that contract.
2: But the reason so. You know, the reason why the Chiefs don't have a running back is because they don't need one.
1: You have the you have one of the best. You have a quarterback that's in his sixth year and is already declared by some the second best quarterback ever.
2: Can I say it again? The reason why they don't have a quarterback, I mean a, a running back, is because they don't need one. What that devalues the position by itself. When people so look should at that the,
1: devalue what, number one wide receivers because they don't have a number one wide receiver either.
2: Well, they have a number one. Well, you could argue Travis Kelsey is that kind of number so one then, wide receiver. You could argue that. And they had Tyree Kill. No, no,
1: I'm saying this year when they won the Super Bowl, they did, They had a seventh-round running back. They had Juju Smith-Suster, who was coming off a terrible year. They had – um, um, uh, who was the other guy? I can't think. Oh, Kadarius Tony, who the Giants didn't want. He couldn't work with Daniel Jones. And you have a tight end. So if you're going by that and you're going off of that, it's telling me you don't need running backs. You don't need number one wide receivers. All you need is a really good tight end. So there you go. So the wide receiver one should get devalued the same way the running back position should going off of that theory.
2: Who's the running back for the Rams when they won?
1: The, the Super Bowl? Yep. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know. Oh, um, wait a minute. What's his face? I know. I can't think of his name. I know. I just had him in fantasy. Who was it? Come on, man. Who was it? I'm asking. Tell me. I can't think of it all. I can't, oh, my God. The dude number. Uh, I just had him in fantasy. He was ahead of Cam Akers. What was his name?
2: Um, Daryl Henderson.
1: Daryl Henderson. Thank you.
2: He won a Super Bowl. He did. Who was the wide receiver? Cooper Cup. Who was Super Bowl MVP for that game? Cooper Cup. That 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 alone won't de won't devalue wide receivers. Well, because Matt Stafford it's, it's, didn't it's,
1: play well. What? Matt Stafford didn't play well. But Cooper Cup did. He did. But if Bengals so won that game, who was the Super Bowl MVP? Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow played well. And if Samaja Perrine catches that ball on third down and sets them up for the field goal, could Samaja Perrine been the, been the?
2: Been the uh, I'm just saying that means we're doing what ifs. I'm going. I'm is. doing the bottom line. The bottom line is you. It's proven <coughs> that won't devalue the wide receiver just because of that. Like I, if if anything, if he, Cooper Cup put him on
1: <laughs> even more. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I because I, I actually think good.
2: like Justin Jefferson's getting a lot of respect of how great he is because yeah. he is. Like we we think he's one of the best players in the entire league. Absolutely, and he just got here. And he didn't. So you he, can't devalue the wide receiver position.
1: And he couldn't do anything to get them over the hump. They couldn't beat the Giants. So how Again, valuable is a wide receiver?
2: It, it's I, I I would say it's pretty valuable. Look at the Rams' success. They had Cooper Cup. He had a triple count, a triple crown season. That's that. insane.
1: I understand that and,
2: and he won the Super Bowl MVP. That 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 matters.
1: I get it. No, I that's totally all get it. I,
2: I think I I just believe in that. I think you need you need a wide receiver one to be successful because you're always passing certain you're passing both. more than running. And I like, i like I get the like I said, I, I side with the players in terms of getting their money. But when I talk about the NFL and I talk about the the, the, the business aspect, that's exactly what it is, bro. Like you have to take that in consideration too. Like they're not they're they are not they 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 are not obligated to pay somebody. 15 million dollars a year just because you think that you're worth that i have to think that you're but that's what they pay you yeah so if but if i if i want to trade you of course i'm gonna i'm gonna ask for the boat why wouldn't i do that Understood. that's that's just that's business yeah yeah it, it, is, it is man and I, it, is. And it, it does it, it does like but the uh,
1: franchise tag puts them in a stranglehold
2: i get it and and I, I don't know what they need to do something about it because they definitely get to like they definitely deserve their money.
1: Austin Eckler
2: making six million dollars a year is a joke. It's criminal. It is because Devontae Parker is making more than him, and yeah. he's not impactful to that team more than he is than more than Eckler is to the Chargers. Exactly. And I'm with you on that. I am. I get it. But I just believe in the business aspect too, mm-hmm. as, as well. Like I'm on both sides.
1: I got you. It's hard.
2: It's a it's a difficult situation. That's exactly why they can't figure it out right now.
1: I know they will though eventually. But last segment before we get out of here, pounce or bounce for fantasy football, all yeah. grass style. Justin Fields 23 dollars. Uh bounce. Same. Don't trust them. Got to say it. Mm-hmm. Got to say it consistently. Trevor Lawrence 13.
2: I got pounce on this one.
1: Me too, all day long. I think Trevor Lawrence Chief. is going to be a great bet for MVP. I think he's going to have a monster season.
2: I think that's really good value for him too. Right great. There. Yep.
1: Uh, Nick Chubb, 66.
2: I'm going to go pounce on this one. He's been an RB1 the last like three years. I mean, I, I have to go by the history here. I know people think he's going to have a bad year, but it's Nick Chubb, man. He, I don't. He's, he's Kareem, Hunt,
1: Kareem Hunt's gone. Give me Nick Chubb at 66 all yep. day long. Yep. Brees Hall, 56. Bounce. Same.
2: I'm out out yeah. i think i think i, I like think rogers is gonna base, throw yeah. a lot and I don't, I don't trust their offensive line I'm, I'm i'm one of them
1: jamar chase 66
2: bounce i don't believe in that model of paying 66 dollars for a wide receiver i just don't i think it's, it's hard
1: i'm gonna pounce on that because jamar chase finished as the wide receiver 12 despite missing five games it's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's March cute. I got
2: Amon who for, for for $8. That's he okay. In top hey, 10. you
1: nailed it. Did, you, did, Dave, did, did uh, Gabe Davis exceed your expectations or did he fall below them?
2: I think he did pretty well, actually, because he was a flex for me all year. You didn't
1: answer my question. Did he fall below expectations or did he exceed
2: them? I would say he fell below my expectations because I had him as like a sleeper top 10 kind of all right, guy. Supreme,
1: let's move on. Thank you but, very oh, much. Whoa, oh, oh,
2: whoa, oh, oh, whoa. Oh, oh. What's wrong with that? Who did you predict was no, going to have saying a good saying year? You that, missed
1: that, him. That you, I'm saying you missed on it. I'm saying if you hit. That's crazy. If No, if you hit on a wide receiver, and you get them for cheap, that's good. But sometimes you swing and you miss.
2: But I don't. I wouldn't say
1: five dollars is a miss. I understand. I know that. So that's the one I'm talking about. It's not
2: a miss. It's five bucks. At my two hundred dollar no, budget.
1: But it would have been missed because you didn't have any other good wide receivers. If you swung, if you got Amon Ra for eight dollars, yeah. And Amon Ra was a bust. I actually had. Been T, I had
2: T Higgins for twenty nine.
1: Okay. Twenty seven. So if you, but I'm just saying, if you missed on, if T Higgins got hurt and you had Amon Ra and Amon Ra, you swung and missed, and he had a really bad year. Your team would have been vastly different. Maybe. So it's all about hitting on your picks. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel, 38. Bounce. Wow. I'll pounce on this one. 38. He's gadgety, dude. I don't gadgety give a fuck. shit scares me.
2: I don't care. He's got value for the name himself. And when and when the quarterback situation gets settled in San Francisco, I think us. it's going to be a little bit different for Debo. I would take the chance at 38.
1: Ayuk is somebody to watch, but
2: uh but, i would take debo over him so but would I, I but
1: i just feel like iuk finishes like the 15th last year
2: he was he was pretty he good he was really good yeah. the, towards
1: the end of the year can he sustain that i just i don't know christian McCaffrey. if you have a quarterback issue you're going to lean on that running back because christian McCaffrey could do it all a lot of dump off passes i think he's going to take that from debo too so i think debo debo's a very strange pick this year for me
2: I like them. very straight at $38. Give me that all day. If Jamar Chase calls 66, I'm gonna get Debo for 38. I think it's a steal.
1: No TY. Uh Mike Pittman, Michael Pittman Jr. for 23. I'm bouncing. I would pounce on that. I think Michael, I think that the Colts are gonna be a little bit better offensively than most people think. I like Michael Pittman.
2: Well, I don't know what Anthony Richardson can do with, with the football. That's the wild. Card. I have no idea. But
1: yeah, I have Gardner Minshew. He could throw a little bit. Yeah. So, and they have Shane Seichem. It's
2: nothing exciting, though. But Shane
1: Seichem made a monster out of Justin Herbert and he made a monster out of Jalen Hurts. Did I know make... it's a rookie, but.
2: Yeah, but did he make a monster out of uh, Quez Watkins?
1: I mean, the talent levels are immensely different.
2: I'm <laughs> just asking, bro. Michael Pittman Jr. Is... I know, but can he develop wide receivers? He could develop the cooler. That's fair, path. but Michael
1: Pittman's already developed. Michael Pittman's already good. Quez Let's Watkins see. was never good. TJ Hawkinson, 23.
2: Oh, that's just a pounce for me.
1: I know. I like him. No cat. I like him. He's fire.
2: Yeah.
1: I I think he's gonna have a lot of. uh, He's gonna have a lot of room to work too.
2: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Last one before you can hit it, Phil. Pat Fryermuth, fourteen dollars.
2: I'm pouncing on this. I actually think he's gonna be pretty. He's pretty good this year. Fourteen dollars is a steal, man.
1: I like Pat Fryermuth. Tom drafted him last year. I think he got him for like four dollars or a dollar even. He was a steal. He was a solid tight end. I-
2: he was all right, though, because there was a couple of games where he had a couple of zeros, like, was so, like, like towards, like, the fourth quarter, and he would have, like, a one drive that would get him, like, He'd 12 get, points. Yep, I know. He's weird like that. So, you, he's kind of inconsistent, but he is He's at $14. That's, that's a steal.
1: Yep. All right, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us for 162. We will see you guys sometime next week
2: thank you guys for hanging out with us we appreciate all the love support and the comments if you guys haven't done so already please don't forget to like subscribe and hit the notification bell on youtube we are also available on spotify apple podcast google podcast iheart megaphone stitcher and all that other shit also follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and we will see you guys next week at p and i baby Enjoy your weekend. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm cap flock different, it's facts, not fiction Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing If it's cap, I'm dipping We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished When I spaz, I'm grinning Put a peel off in the Sadie's, and I pass by spinning It's perks the slate, but I don't have my skinage. Took a quick trip, but now I'm back home winning And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits I'm already eight shots, a Henny passed my limit Here he go, wow. Hazards with a dash full of tickets I'ma act like I don't see him, I like got Bad eye vision, y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Way y'all tripping is Aruba. I realized I had to go. On-